everyone. Thanks for joining us. We're here with another interview. Um, I get the privilege today of being able to interview uh, Pastor Michael Buckingham. He is the founder of Holy Cow Creative. It's an organization that was created to improve church communication and marketing before that was even a thing. Um, A prolific blogger, a massive voice in the creative and design industry, and he currently serves as the experienced pastor here at Victory World Church, where uh, he oversees getting the communication and the vision from the senior pastors and putting that out to the congregation and ultimately to the entire world. So it is a privilege to be sitting with you, Michael. Thanks for spending some time with us. I'm glad we could uh, finally make it happen. Yeah, it's been a while. It's we, we kept trying to make it happen. Yeah, shifting, shifting the calendar around. But here we are. And so this is a podcast that goes out to some of our leaders up at Hamilton Mill. And um, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, I wanted to just sort of pick your brain a little bit. Uh, as we say on a lot of these podcasts, these are very unscripted. You don't know what I'm going to ask. No idea. And I don't know what you're going to say. Yeah. But I, I feel like uh, you are the person to, to speak to this. And the, the question I had for you is in your role and what you've seen and what you've done um, in your career in the church, outside the church, I wanted you to speak to the leaders and just talk to us about what is the one thing that kills creativity? I think the one thing that kills creativity, uh, part of it is just trying too hard. Mm-hmm. And, but also at the same time, having non-creatives try to be creative. We all have to figure out... Now, I believe that we are all born to be creative and take in creation. To me, that's the story of creation. God creates this amazing thing. It's a beautiful thing. He really wants to share it with someone. He creates us in that same image of that creator. And here we are. So I believe we are all creative. I think we are all created to take in creation. That doesn't mean that we are all equipped or have that natural bent... In, in our brain, chemistry doesn't even work the same way. Uh, we are not an analytical, creative mind typically is not a very analytical mind, but sometimes an analytical mind, because we are still, we all have creative ideas, and like, oh, I like that, so automatically you're creative. So it's about allowing the creative to be creative and understanding who you are as a creative, and then allow that creative to kind of explore. It's going to get messy, it's especially, um, especially, since we're talking to leaders, some of us are going to be more analytical type A's. It's like, no, that's where we need to go. And so point A to point B is a kind of a straight line for us as, as leaders, but for creative, they need to explore. They're all over the map. They'll end up at that same point, but you have to allow them to, to get there. Okay. So if you're leading someone and you, you have a, in, in, in this context, some of these leaders are in very defined roles. We do this on Saturday, we do this on Sunday, but every now and then, God puts one of those creatives in the mix yeah. of, of a team of people. How, and this is something kind of we've talked about offline, how do you manage those people? Is it different? Is it the same? You know, those folks that are, well, hey, what if we did this? What if we tried this? Those envelope pushers. How, how do you manage those people in the context of a team? No, I think um, in, in a lot of ways, I think you do treat them the same way. They're still leaders. And they're not the weird guy. They're not, yeah, they might look different than everyone. Because, you know, a lot of times the creatives got the hair and they got the tattoos. 
got the whatever piercings, even though I'm sitting here and I have none of that. <laughs> um, but so they are, they're the same kind of a, a person. So don't automatically treat them as the weird person or even speak to them like, hey, we don't always understand you. Mm. Because that comes across like we're the outsider. We don't necessarily want to feel like the outsider. A creative is going to come across as very confident. But typically, in my experience, creatives have this most sensitive spirits out there. But we have to build this outer shell that protects that because of uh, because of our craft. Um, so you, you you need to treat them the same way, but at the same time recognize that it's going to be uncomfortable to you to let them explore a little bit. But let them explore, and then also tell them what it would take and what would help. Hey, while you're exploring, it would help me if you just kind of give me some milestones along the way. Okay. The, I'm, because I want to come with you as much as I can, but then also let them explore. Let them go out a little bit, knowing that they're going to come around. So it's building that trust with those people. That's good. So I like the idea of saying, hey, I, I know you, you want to try some new things. I know you want to do some stuff, but maybe let's, as we get there, as we go, let's, okay, how did this work? How did that work? Yeah, and and admit, I I'm struggle with needing to know where we are all the time. And so could you do me a favor? Could you help me and just kind of kind of chart the path a little bit for me to know where we're going to be or at least let me know I'm going to hear from me again. Cuz otherwise, I know you're out there and I want I want to allow you to explore cuz that's why we get the greatness that we get from right. you. But but let me know where we're going to be at and so touch bases a few different times. That will really help me out. Yeah. It makes again Creatives in a lot of these scenarios just feel like they don't belong. Mm-hmm. They want to belong. I mean, they, they they create to make people like you and me come alive and, and connect and fix problems. But if, if they're always feeling like the outsiders and the weird, that's why they end up going off and doing their own things. Yeah. And we don't understand them is because it's, you've got these two different cultures almost going on. Now, to that point. You don't see a lot of creatives getting in more linear teams, more very this is this, this is this, you know, um, almost like a weekend structured team. You don't see a lot of creatives getting in those teams. You've even got some staff that do serve at Hamilton Mill in the tech teams Mm -hmm. and some of those areas where you can be a little more exploratory. You can be a little more creative. Um, But I feel like the church misses out. The body misses out on that experimental creative side when we when we ignore that whole group of people, yeah. that, that wiring of people. What can your average person do, your, your leader who is in a defined role, what can they do to attract creative creatives to their teams? Yeah, you mean the teams that are not at that what we call right? It you know, if team. I've got a if I've got a parking lot greeters, ushers, so you know, even cafes got a little bit of an exploratory side. But if right. I've got some of these very linear teams, uh, what can they do, if anything, hopefully something, to to attract some of that creative element onto their teams? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think um, my initial reaction is why. Why try to put that square peg in a round hole? Gotcha. Why that'd be like me saying, "Hey, how do we get more analytical people into our ultra creative brainstorming sessions?" Right, and they're being like, "This is the stupidest waste of my time." Right, and they're not going to really be that beneficial to the, yeah. the team or themselves. So I don't know that we necessarily need to. Now, what I would say is, 
don't necessarily write off your creative mind or the guy or the or, or the lady that looks like she might be a creative. They may, even though they're creative, that doesn't mean they don't have still both pieces of their brain. Both right. sides of their brains are triggering. A lot of the creatives here still have a very strategic mindset, and and they're creating from a strategic point. So that they're solving something, fixing something, trying to achieve something. So still allow them. And, hey, hey, do you want to get some input on this? Yeah. So allow them into it. I wouldn't necessarily cut them off from it, but I wouldn't force them into it either any more than I would force a non-creative into a video engineer role. That's good. It, it, we, we tend to, even right here, we tend to just say, well, you're either this or this. Yeah. And it's just not the truth. I mean, yeah. it's, I would, it'd be nice if it was. Right. You know, but... Yeah. It's not, you know, all creatives are not created equal. You know, um, they don't all look alike, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And, and that's kind of the deal. Um, some of them are the atypical creative, weird, loopy, but you're probably not going to find them in this kind of a context. They're they're going to be way more off in the fringe. Um, but try to create some opportunities for the fringe every now and then. And maybe it's not about you going, having them come to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's you going to them. That's good. It's like, hey, what are you working on lately? That's good. And act and be interested in what they're doing, even if you don't understand it. And if you don't understand it, ask them. Yeah. They're not, they, they would love to explain how they came. Like, how did you come up with that? That was, I never would imagine you would have like to do that. How did you get there? Yeah. They'll love talking about that. And that seems like the biggest benefit to having someone like that close to you as possible. They can think differently and often challenge what, what you're thinking about yeah. in a way that, just kind of comes, I would have never seen that. Yeah. I would have seen that. Well, I guess the last question I'll, I'll ask you is what is the, from every, from everything that we've talked about, what sort of the, the thing that we can learn the most from the creative among us? I think recognizing that creativity in the church isn't about bells and whistles. Mm. Now, if you look at the history of bringing creativity into the church, I mean, there was a time that art, if you wanted the best art, you went to the, the synagogues and it was painted on their walls. And, and then the reformation came and they had to be, they wanted some real absolutes. Right. And so they pushed the artists outside of the church. So then we began to bring them back in, but we just kind of as, as a painting on the wall, it's not really the wall. Well, now we're getting to the point where we're saying, hey, creativity, what you bring is a part of the fabric of church. It's a part of, it's why we're not called the creative team. We're called the experience team. Yeah, we do creative things here. We create videos and designs and things like that. But we also talk about the experience of church. What's, what's it like to come in and how can we wrap people into uh, an emotion, wrap people into uh, a series, wrap people into worship, all those types of things. Um, So I think the overall thing is recognizing the value that creativity plays today. It's how we are wired. Um, Even non-creatives still respond to creativity and art and things of that sort. So, So recognize that we're to a place where it should not be the pretty pictures and it's just not just a bells and whistles. Now we have to know someone in my role has to say, whoa, 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 let's, let's not put the, the art before what we're trying to accomplish. And if it doesn't talk, if it doesn't tell a story, then we need to go back to the, the drawing board and there needs to be true content, not just a 
pretty ad. Right. Um, so that's kind of my role. But then the, the opposite side of the aisle is, hey, you know what? This doesn't just look good. This plays an important role in what we do as a, as a church, as a ministry. That's good. Yeah. Took it all the way back to the Reformation. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you spending the time with us and um, talking to the leaders. I'm excited. That was Michael Buckingham, the founder and creator of Holy Cow Creative and the experienced pastor at Victory World Church. Thanks for listening to Leading His Leaders.